visit Cape and Cowell Comics at 1601 Clay Street in downtown Oakland, California, open every day, or online at capeandcowlcomics.com. Welcome to the Cape and Cowell Comics Podcast, where we talk comics and comics culture. I am Henry Liu, and today I am joined by Rainier. Rainier, how's it going? What's up, Henry? Well, what is up is the new Thor Ragnarok trailer. This just dropped. So today is Monday, April 10th, and this trailer dropped, I think it just, like, hours ago. Hot off the (laughs) press. Hot off the press. Yeah, just watched it. Indeed. Yeah, man. um, Yeah, we'll definitely get into that. And as kind of an overlying topic, I thought we'd talk about just kind of movie trailers in general. And um, I know you and I, we both watch movie trailers and um, we evaluate them. As much as we evaluate comics and TV shows and movies themselves, the trailers, we kind of pick those apart too, right? Oh, we do. I love movie trailers, man. I actually really like watching them in the theater. Me too. People find them as a waste of time, like, let's just get to the movie. I love trailers in the theater. Oh, yeah. It's great. I I love that too. So much that nowadays I almost try to avoid watching stuff on a computer just so I can have that movie experience where maybe I see a new trailer for the first time on big screen, you know? Nothing like it in the theater. Yeah. But at the same time, um, you know, we're not alone. Like, a lot of people highly anticipate new trailers, and everyone talks about it, and I don't want to be left out of the conversation. So, yeah, I feel the obligation to kind of check them out, you know? on my computer when they first <laughs> release, right? Yeah, I like I, I don't like watching trailer. I don't like watching bootleg trailers. I don't know if you've seen a lot of those. Oh, like yeah. when before trailers even hit theaters and they're just in like terrible quality, I I avoid that completely. If I can see it in the theater, I'd much prefer that or on my television at home. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. I've done that where like a new trailer comes out and I want a good experience and maybe I won't wait till I see it in the theaters but hey I'll throw it up on my TV so at least I can get that and that's that can be a pretty sweet experience you know on, on a bigger screen you know rather than your phone or on a laptop or something right yeah get the full experience yeah okay let's talk about Thor Ragnarok okay this just came out and I'm, I'll, I'll dive in right here I think this is fucking awesome oh my god like okay a little background I'm not like a huge Thor fan in fact I really did not like the second Thor movie Thor the Dark World I, I, I despise that movie you know oh despise it <laughs> okay well well maybe not despise but definitely a big thumbs down not top of the list for you no and I'm you know I love the MCU movies and I like I liked slashed loved pretty much all of them but that was one that I really didn't like one of few, you know. Um, and when I heard about Thor Ragnarok, you know, I was not excited about it, you know. Um, so I definitely, when I when I clicked on, you know, the video, I was not expecting to be uh, super excited, but I sure as hell am now. Man, okay. Ooh, should we give a spoiler warning or... Do we need to give a spoiler <laughs> warning for a trailer? <laughs> that... That's a good question. You know, that's a good question because, um, 
you know, we talked earlier, and, you know, a, a trailer should not be a spoiler. And yet, sometimes they are, right? Yeah, there are some trailers that show the entire movie, which is horrible. Yeah, so let's give, like, a mild spoiler alert. You know, we're going to talk in depth about the Thor Ragnarok trailer. And, you know, there there is some spoilery stuff in there, for sure, right? Yeah. So just just a heads up. All right. Spoiler alert. Moving oh, forward. Okay. Moving forward. All right. So okay. Number one, the fucking song they picked. Okay. This is the song that they play through the entire trailer is Led Zeppelin's "Immigrant Song," which is a classic and it's a it's a great song. And you know when when there's a great song in a trailer, it's it can be a great thing but it can be not so great thing if they're just putting a great song in just like and it doesn't have anything to do with the movie or the content that's one thing but they really nailed it here you know that song like <laughs> that song I, when I, I've throughout watching uh, Thor movies and Avengers movies always in the back of my head is like oh man wouldn't it be cool if they put that Led Zeppelin song somewhere because it it is it is very uh, relevant to Thor. Like there, there's a lyric, "Hammer of the Gods," in the song. There's the the lyric, uh, like Valhalla is in the song. And there's all this Norse uh, mythology in there. So I always thought, like, oh man, there had to be, there must be some way they could kind of tie that in, right? I think a Zeppelin song in any trailer would make a trailer. It doesn't matter what movie it would be. <laughs> yeah, it's a Zeppelin song. I mean, it's fucking dope. Like, and yeah, Zeppelin music's great especially this song um and i do agree you know put it in anywhere it's going to be good but especially when it's it's really it's it's a it's a perfect match for the content of this trailer you know uh so that fucking blew me away like even just like a few seconds in i hear the music starting up I'm like oh shit here we go right so my impression of when the music hit yeah i i got a galaxy uh or uh, guardians of the galaxy feel right away and i almost immediately yeah. thought star lord or groot or someone was going to pop out yeah somewhere in that oh, trailer. yeah 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 you know i didn't think of that that's maybe kind of um like a subliminal or like a callback to because um guardians really does have a lot of like retro like old school songs right so yep. this kind of fits in right there so yeah oh and the music the music alone just it blew me away so, uh, another thought early in the trailer is we, we see Kate Blanchett. So, Kate uh, Blanchett had been announced a while ago for this movie in a mystery role. They didn't yeah confirm who right. She was they didn't be. they didn't reveal like who she's gonna play or like to what degree she's gonna be in the movie. And my take at the time when she was announced was that it was kind of a, like an MCU thing to do have like a real established veteran actor, you know, a la Anthony Hopkins or Robert Redford, you know, to bring some, you know, some legitimacy to the cast. And um, sort of a sideways conversation yeah, here. Robert Redford in Civil War. Before that movie came out, were you speculating yeah. he could have been Red Skull? Yeah. Oh, okay. You're talking about uh, Winter Soldier, yes. right? Yeah. Um, oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. I thought you know maybe it's Red Skull reincarnated or, or something like that. Yeah. Okay, back to Thor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, but yeah, real quick on that, um, I was kind of hoping 
he was the Red Skull, and then because why would they pick such a high caliber actor? Yeah, as just in, some as like nobody, just guy. You know? Yeah, just some dude. <laughs> um, as it turned out, as it turned out, you know, the movie was fucking awesome, and I have zero complaints whatsoever about anything <laughs> uh, about about that movie. But yeah, okay. But moving on, uh, yeah, Kate Blanchett. You know, I, I I sort of saw that move along those lines. She's an Oscar winner. Um, she's got some serious acting chops. But I figured, okay, she'll probably be... She'll do a lot of talking, you know. <laughs> and uh, she'll have a, a lot of great lines of dialogue. But, you know, maybe not so much involved in the action, you know. Like but her in Lord of the Rings. There you go. I, I, totally, I totally envisioned her being like her character in Lord of the Rings, you know, kind of outside of the action and just speaking lines of dialogue. But that doesn't seem to be the case here because she's right in the thick of the action. The main villain. Yeah, the main villain. And, or something uh, we see in the trailer, right? Seemingly, seemingly, yeah. And, dude, like, one of the first things you see in this trailer is her stopping Thor's hammer and seemingly destroying it. You know, you talk about being right in the fucking mix of the action. I mean, she's right in there. And I got to say, she looks fucking badass, too. Oh, my God. Like, you know, yeah, just her look alone is is pretty, pretty cool. Has Thor's hammer been broken before? Oh, in the MCU or just like in In history? In the comics? Uh, I don't know. Not that I'm aware of. A dream sequence? (laughs) A call out to uh, Age of Ultron? Right. You, oh, yeah. In Age of Ultron, we see a dream sequence where Cap's shield is broken, Busted, right? Yeah. yeah. I don't know if that's happened to Thor's hammer. So, um, I do know Cap's shield has been broken in the past. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And, and Mol- speaking... Molnir? I don't know. Am I pronouncing that right? Molnir? Molnir, yeah. I mean, you know, one thing I was thinking is that shot in the trailer where where she stops the hammer, it was very reminiscent of the Winter Soldier catching Cap's shield, right? In Cap yeah. 2, right? Uh, very, very similar kind of callback. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty excited about uh, what Kate Blanchett <laughs> brings to the table her here. Catching that, her catching that hammer, I'm pretty sure the How It Should Have Ended guys are going to have a field day with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It defies any kind of logic, but yeah. <laughs> Look cool. Okay, what else can we say? Um, I really like the fact that Loki is almost like an afterthought in this trailer. Like, yeah. he's he's hardly in it, you yeah, know? Yeah, he gets like a flash of screen time. Yeah. And, um, you know, Tom Hiddleston is awesome. He's awesome as Loki. I think a lot of people are looking forward to him uh, in this movie which might be his his last mcu movie oh, very possibly it no. could be you know but and the trailer the he's hardly in it and it's kind of cool i think he's just kind of in the background and um i don't know if he says one line of dialogue in yeah, the trailer he's just got that mischievous smile on his face yeah so there's that um and of course 
again, spoiler alert, but the Hulk. Oh, wait, should we jump to Jeff Goldblum? <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's do that, yeah. Actually, Jeff, I like Jeff Goldblum, but man, he really took me out of this trailer, only because the moment he the moment he starts with that line of dialogue, <laughs> yeah, I was sort of expecting, I don't know why I thought of uh, Independence Day, and I thought he was going to quote a line from Independence Day. <laughs> it just took me out of it. Yeah, Jeff Goldblum is kind of, I don't know, anything he's in now, you don't think of his character. You see... Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, yeah, the actor, (laughs) Jeff Goldblum. So, yeah, it kind of took me out of it a little bit, too. But it'll be interesting to see, you know, what he does in this movie. Yeah. Seems like a comedic character, but, yeah, we'll see. (laughs) But, yeah, the Hulk. The Hulk is in uh, the trailer, too, pretty prominently. What are your thoughts on on that? Oh, man. If we were talking about spoiling things really early in a trailer, because this is the first Thor Ragnarok trailer, right? Yep. It is. And they, in opening up with the Hulk, that's that's kind of a big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You thought you would think maybe they would save the Hulk. Maybe reveal. hold it for the second Thor. Trailer? Yeah, that's why I was thinking maybe save it for later. Um, but yeah, he's he's like front and center, pretty prominent at the end of the trailer here. So interesting stuff. It's essentially going to be an extension of when Thor and Hulk first went at it in uh, the Avengers, right? That's right. That's right. I was thinking of that. Like, you know, when they announced that the Hulk would be in the third Thor movie, I thought, well, that's cool, but we've seen them fight each other, you know, pretty extensively in the first Avengers movie. So I was not like, oh, that's awesome, because, you know, we've seen it. So um, I don't know. I'm not, I'm kind of indifferent about the, the Hulk being in the movie. Uh, but yeah, the Hulk being in this trailer, you know, I'm not super excited about it because, you know, we, we've we seen Hulk and Thor fight in the movies. They fought in the first Avengers. So um, it'll be interesting to see what they do with the character. But it's not like automatically, oh, my God, like Hulk and Thor are going to fight. Like, you know, we've seen that. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. I wonder if there's going to be any reference to uh, World War Hulk. Yeah. Well, I think um, the fact that the Hulk is wearing armor, like I think that's a reference to a Hulk storyline. Maybe not World War Hulk, but I think there is a storyline where Hulk wears armor. So I, I was wondering that, you know, when I saw him wearing armor in the trailer, it's like, why would why would Hulk need to wear armor? <laughs> you know, it's like, that's the last dude who needs to wear armor. And yet, there he is. <laughs> Maybe I meant to say Planet Hulk, not World War Hulk. Okay, okay. Yeah, I think that's... that's. I think, yeah, Hulk, Hulk does don armor in that storyline. So, yeah, it might be just kind of a, a nod to that. Or we'll see, you know? I don't. I mean, it seems kind of silly that the Hulk would need to wear armor, but <laughs> there he is. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, again... I'm not the world's biggest Thor fan, and this trailer's got me all juiced up, man. I, I am like, I'm ready for this, dude. So, um, oh, just one more one more comment about, about the music. I mean, that Led Zeppelin track is just, I mean, I've been, it's been in my brain like all morning. <laughs> it's got in my head like an earworm, you know? Um, but yeah, it made me think of like past, past uses of that song and there's some there's a couple cool 
um, past uses. Like, if anyone's seen this movie called The School of Rock, uh, the song is pretty prominent in that movie. There's a scene where Jack Black and all the kids, they're kind of in a celebratory mood in the van, and Jack Black is just like cranking that song, and he's singing along to it. It's really funny. And then another reference is the girl with the dragon tattoo, the, the David Fincher version of that book. Um, the opening credits, same song. Like they, It's not the original, it's like a cover of it. And like Trent Reznor, I think, was in, involved in in, uh, in remixing it. But I haven't re- seen that yet. Oh, you haven't seen that movie? No. Oh, great movie. And um, a great uh, start to the movie, just the opening credits. They blast that song, and it's, it's awesome. So I think the timing was good because, you know, that song uh, was, like I said, it was in the opening credits of Girl with the Dragon Tattoo which wasn't that long ago. So I think if they busted it out in, say, like, the first Thor, it would have been like, oh, that song again? But now I think enough time has passed, and uh, it felt pretty fresh. And, and I'm, t- I'm telling you, it's like, it was just so perfect, that song and this trailer. So, you know, the movie might, turn, might not turn out to be so great. It might turn out to be a piece of shit. I don't know. But just this trailer, the first... Thor Ragnarok trailer, I'm in, dude. It is, I love this trailer. So in addition to Hulk showing up in this gladiator pit with Thor, there's this comedic line that Thor throws out. Yeah. We're friends. <laughs> we work <laughs> yeah. together. Yeah, yeah. Pretty good timing. <laughs> yeah. Sort of breaks the strange, you know, why are they in that situation yeah. fighting each other? Yeah. What do you think of that line? I think it's pretty funny. I think... Um, it's uh, it's Marvel Studios doing their thing because um, for you know someone who may not be so familiar with the MCU movies, maybe it doesn't make any sense. But I mean, who hasn't seen fucking Avengers, right? So they use that. They use the fact that so many people have seen these movies that oh, they know that they've worked together and they fought side by side. So with that knowledge. You know, it, it works. It's, it's a pretty funny line for sure. <laughs> All right. So I think, uh, I think we've said what we need to say there. Yeah. Any, any final thoughts on the Thor Ragnarok trailer? Yeah, I'm watching it. <laughs> yeah, you're in? I'm in. <laughs> right on. Cool. So I think that's a good segue to just kind of a bigger conversation about movie trailers. So, you know, like I said, this is, for me, this this trailer was great and um, I'm excited to see the movie now but I know as well as anyone that a great trailer does not necessarily translate to a great movie so you know it makes me think of of times where I've seen a great trailer and the movie's been kind of disappointing and vice versa you know maybe the trailer was just kind of eh, you know, and the movie turned out to be great, right? So let's talk about that a little bit. Um, any 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 examples you can think of of where one of the one of those scenarios came up? You know, one of the trailers that always sticks in my head, and one of my favorite movies, The Matrix. Yeah. When that came out, what was that like? Late nineties, early two yeah. thousands. Yeah, it was like late nineties, ninety nine, I think. This sticks in my head because I remember in the trailer, I'm like, "What is this movie, The Matrix?" Yeah, and there was nothing revealed about it. 
you know, there was no, I didn't know anything about it. And I think mm-hmm. that sort of curiosity is what made me really enjoy the movie. It wasn't, the trailer was not very telling of what was happening. Um, I think that's a situation where the trailers showed just enough to sort of pique your curiosity to watch the movie yeah. versus giving you everything up front and knowing what to expect. Yeah. Oh, so you're saying you thought it was a good trailer, that it was effective, yeah. but it didn't really reveal much. Right. Yeah. We hardly see that anymore, right? Now these trailers, you it's kind of like we were saying earlier, we were debating if if we should give a spoiler alert because you know a trailer should not be spoilery but nowadays they really are a lot of trailers are like resumes for movies and it goes into detail exactly what you're gonna get and it spoils a lot of surprises i feel like yeah it's almost it's kind of too bad in a lot of ways Um, so an example of that we were just talking about in mm -hmm. civil war when spider-man shows up i thought that was i think we're both in agreement that that was a huge spoiler for civil war yeah man like to this day uh that trailer is i think it's a great trailer and i remember the first time seeing it and getting just like incredibly stoked to see the movie but yeah at the same time i felt like oh man if i you know if i if i if that that moment when spider-man shows up and snatches uh, cap shield away from him if the first time I saw that was in the movie theater first seeing that movie how awesome would that be you know yeah. and yet it was taken away from me and taken <laughs> away from all of us because we all saw in the trailer right and if I recall that wasn't the first that was that was the first trailer that came out it wasn't like the second or third yeah, trailer like, leading up to the movie that was the first trailer that I hit think you're right hit the scene yeah yeah I mean like it's, it's like what we're saying you know like they're they're just showing too much you know like what if they uh showed a random spider web <laughs> or, or, or not maybe just, a, a hint of like just, peter parker just leave him out spider eye or just leave him out just completely. leave him out man like okay y- y- we know that it's going to be captain america versus iron man and there's going to be a bunch of avengers in it don't you think that's enough to get like tons of people excited about this movie? I, I don't think they sh- they needed to show Spider Man. Can, can you imagine if they cut the trailer where they show Cap and you see a you see a Spider Man grab his shield and it cuts there? You don't actually see Spider Man, but you know what's mm-hmm. coming if you yeah. see that Spider Web grabbing something, right? I think that might be a good compromise. You know, you get people excited like, oh, fucking Spider Man, but you're not completely spoiled to like the exact events that happen in the movie right <laughs> so yeah I mean it's a fine line you know like the fact that 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 moment that Spider-Man moment in the Civil War trailer that that um, was pretty spoilery you know there's that but at the same time, I remember the buzz was through the roof when people started to watch that and yep. and the word got out. You know, you, you that's the kind of promotion that the, the studios really want, right? So it's hard to argue against it. Like the, the results are good, you know? There's a lot of buzz, and then, yeah, it ended up being a huge hit. Like, tons of people went to see, the, see that movie. So I guess it's just... It's kind of the world we live in now. We, it's, it's, it's sort of a necessary evil, I guess. The instant gratification generation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, okay. 
what else? What other trailers? Um, you know, I was thinking um, of cases where I saw a great trailer and the movie didn't turn out to be so great. So, like I said, with Thor Ragnarok, it's definitely possible. I love this trailer, um, and I know that maybe the movie won't live up to it. It's possible. Um, because that was definitely the case in a movie I saw recently, this movie Ghost in the Shell. Man. Oh, here we go. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going <laughs> to go on and go into a full review of this movie, but I will say that after seeing the trailer, when that first trailer dropped, I was pretty excited. I was really excited. You know, I was like, I, I'm a big fan of the original anime and the, the visuals of the trailer. I'm like, oh shit, this looks fucking good, man. I'm in. You know, and then I went to see it on opening weekend just recently, and I was pretty damn disappointed. It was not a good movie, and um, there were aspects to it I did like, like the visuals of it were cool, but it was uh, ultimately quite disappointing. So, like I said, you know, a great trailer does not make for a great movie necessarily. Right. Yeah. Um, but but sometimes it can. Sometimes, sometimes it, can. it can. Yeah. yeah. Um, hey, I wanted to get your opinion on this one because I remember many years ago, um, uh, the first Iron Man movie and The Dark Knight came out in the same year. Oh, yeah. 2008. Was that the same year? It wow, was the okay. same year. I, n I remember this specifically because I remember the trailers for those movies came out around the same time. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, I was so excited. I, I, both trailers um, had me hooked. You know, I, I, after seeing both of them, I was so excited for both movies. And for, and for different reasons, too, because those movies, you know, uh, are very different. You know, uh, the Dark Knight movie and that whole trilogy uh, had a very serious and realistic tone to them. And uh, the Iron Man movie, as well as, you know, a lot of the MCU flicks are, are a little lighter. And um, the, the trailers reflected that, too. So, like, it was, it, was a, it was a moment, you know, watching those trailers was like, I was so excited, but it's like, man, in completely different ways. Right, so I know you're a big Batman fan. So, I, do you remember when you first saw that Dark Knight trailer? The first Dark Knight trailer was the teaser trailer. Okay. Man, I was so excited for any stuff to come out. Yeah. Um, it was the the trailer was actually just the Batman logo, and you only hear you only hear Christian Bale talking, uh, or you hear yeah Bruce Wayne, you hear. Alfred, mm -hmm. and at the very tail end of it, you hear a little dialogue from Heath Ledger's, Heath Ledger's Joker. Mm. And at this point, they still didn't reveal, if I remember correctly, I think they didn't yet reveal what the Joker was going to look like. Okay. And yeah, man, like that was that's that's a way to do a yeah. teaser trailer. Like, can you imagine the, that? Like nowadays, we we don't see anything like that. Teaser trailers now are like two minutes. They're like two, almost three minutes long, and they show a yeah. lot of the movie. This this teaser trailer was literally just the logo, sort of scattering on screen, and you just hear dialogue. Yeah, yeah, that trips me out. Nowadays, I see trailers listed as teaser teaser trailers. And you see a whole lot, you know. Yeah. They're not teasers. You just no. you, you revealed, you know, a lot of stuff, key moments in the movie and stuff, right? Yeah, so, yeah. 
Yeah, man, those those days just are gone now. It seems, you know. So. <laughs> and the Iron Man trailer, I I really liked that teaser trailer yeah. as well. I remember that opening up with them in the desert, and they're searching for something. You don't know what the I didn't know what the movie was at the time, and then mm-hmm. you see someone's hand go up as if they had found something in the desert, and it's the it's the Mark One Iron Man mask. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember there there's some uh, some some history to this trailer because I remember there was a lot of buzz on this trailer when they first unveiled it at San Diego Comic-Con and um, yeah kind of like what we're saying with Civil War where like the promotion machine like the word got out like people were talking about this trailer you know Um, and it became kind of legendary like the response to it at Comic-Con and there's just this big buzz and uh, and yeah, I, I think I, I definitely really enjoyed the trailer and got me, got me excited to see the movie. And, um, and yeah, it, and this is one of those cases where the trailer was great and so was the movie. You know, it didn't disappoint for sure. And um, it makes me think too of, of the other situation where maybe there's a trailer that doesn't really blow you away, but the movie does end up doing that, right? Um, I can't think of a trailer that was just terrible and then the movie was great. But I will say this, we talked about Winter Soldier a little bit earlier. I remember I wasn't totally like blown away by by the initial trailers. And I think part of that I was really trying to kind of stay away from everything at the time. I didn't want to like uh, see the Rotten Tomatoes score or you know listen oh, to reviews tomatoes. and that sort of thing <laughs> I, I wanted to go in as fresh as possible that said i i, I guarantee you I, I i took a little peek at the trailer and um like i said i wasn't like oh my god this is gonna be the best thing ever <laughs> and then guess what it was the best thing ever the fucking <laughs> movie rocked man so um yeah like i said if a trailer doesn't completely blow you away like that doesn't mean the movie's gonna suck too you know so it, it's you know you know you never know you never know they're, they're two separate things I, I almost look at trailers like they're their own thing you know they're they're there's something you can look at you can evaluate and you can kind of enjoy like i said whatever whatever happens with the thor ragnarok movie like this trailer i'm like this is a great trailer and i like this is like this is like a two and a half minute masterpiece and i just can enjoy it you know on its own so that's pretty damn cool i think you're talking about how you were trying to stay away from trailers at one yeah. point yeah because you didn't want to spoil the movie for yourself to get the initial reaction that you want to see in theaters yes now that I think about it, the thing is that's hard to do. Only because if you don't watch a trailer, someone's going to come up to you and talk to you about it. <laughs> yeah. And eventually spoil the trailer and hence spoil the movie for you. <laughs> that's a great point because with with um, our current culture, people are pretty sensitive to spoiler stuff now, which is good. But like we've been saying, trailers are not considered spoilers. So any random person can come up to you and start talking about a trailer right and not consider it to be spoilery um but i think as we've seen they definitely can be you know (laughs) yeah yeah. definitely can be okay so yeah i mean we're just pretty much free-forming this but um you know another example of a great trailer and a great movie is the first avengers movie 
I'll never forget the first time <laughs> I watched the first trailer because you know I, I think anytime a first trailer comes out I think that's considered a teaser trailer but like we were saying nowadays like the there, there, there are no teaser trailers anymore you know you see a lot and this this trailer was no exception you, know, you see a lot and um, but yeah I was for uh, Avengers for Avengers yeah I mean, this is five years ago now yeah um, but I think, the, I think Avengers is a special is a special case situation because like at that point you've already seen the Hulk movie you've already seen yeah. Iron Man you've already seen Captain America yeah right so it's not like they're, they're not going to show it and is there some surprise like oh guess what the Hulk's in this movie you know they're all in the movie yeah. right and and they they play to that perfectly because okay so it's going back the first time I saw it, it I remember it well like I was on my way to work so at the time uh, I was uh, living in Oakland but working in San Francisco so I was taking taking the uh, the Trans Bay the AC Transit across the Bay Bridge I was on the Bay Bridge when I fired up this video, like someone posted it on Facebook or something. And now looking back, that kind of sucks. I actually, first time I saw it, it was on a fucking phone, you know? But, <laughs> what we specifically avoid to do these days, right? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, how can you... How can you say no to how that? How can you not do it? Like, yeah. you know, I had it up and then nothing better to do. So, okay, so I fired it up and, dude, my fucking head exploded, you know? Um... I ended up watching that trailer maybe like fucking 20 times that day just over and over like after I got back after I got to work like I threw it up on my monitor and just just non-stop just complete disbelief like oh my god this I is happening I could not believe it man like the thing that really stands out there's that one shot you know credit to Joss Whedon where it's like a dolly shot where the camera rotates around the group as they get ready for battle and it just captured it perfectly. Like you were saying, like everyone knows that these characters are in the movie. You know that Iron Man, Captain America, the Hulk, Thor, you know they're gonna be in this movie. It's just a matter of, you know, how are they gonna be portrayed and what's it gonna look like? And just that little taste of it where that camera rotates around them and they're getting ready is just perfect. Oh man, it's it was such a moment. You know, I just I couldn't believe it. It's like this is really happening. You know, all that stuff. You know, growing up reading comics and imagining, oh, what if they could put like you could make you could put these superheroes in a movie, but you know, then then the the dream of dreams is having them all together, right? And that the trailer really tapped into that that sort of fanboy mentality, right? I always so. feel like that conversation is usually preceded first by, oh, who do you think could play this person? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you know, that's a good point. Like, the casting news is a big thing now, right? It's like, oh, so they've announced such and such movie. Who's going to play them? And that's huge news. And that can be a spoiler, too, you know? Like... Um, before I think we talked about this before where you know a lot of times you didn't know who was going to be in the movie until the movie started you saw the opening yeah. credits I was like oh hey this guy you know um, but now you know like way in advance like way before the movie comes out who's going to be in it what they're going to play and all this stuff right you know going back to the Avengers trailer I remember my friends and I the first conversation we had of course after being wowed by the trailer was 
how is how is Chris Evans going to be the leader of this team? How is he going to be able to command <laughs> yeah. and tell Iron Man what to do? To tell to tell Hulk what to do? Yeah, yeah. And it did it well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it worked. I mean, and um, I think the way that they played it was pretty smart. It wasn't like automatically Cap was the leader of the Avengers. Yeah. And then they weren't immediately all best friends either. They yeah. they all butted heads. Yeah, you could see throughout the movie they kind of worked it out and then Captain America, he kind of led by example, right? He kind of did his thing and he had suggestions and stuff and then people kind of picked up. It's like, "Oh, this guy kind of knows what he's doing." Um, so yeah, it was. It, I like the way that played out. You know, it wasn't like from the beginning of the movie. He here's your leader. No, it wasn't like that. So it, it was kind of it, it was well done in that respect for sure. And hey, you know, I was thinking too, with um, like revealing a lot in trailers. I mean, the Civil War trailers. I mean, maybe the worst offender in that <laughs> department. It, it's kind of weird because it's such a great trailer. It's so memorable. I would put Age of Ultron in there, too. Oh, yeah? Wait, how, how so? I, I, I can't think of that trailer so clearly in my mind right the now. The thing that sticks out most was the Hulkbuster, the Iron Man oh, yeah. Hulkbuster suit. Yeah. I think that would have been cool to have been surprised by that, watching the movie versus seeing that mm-hmm. in the trailer, because essentially what you see in the trailer is what you get in the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, the one I was thinking of is a movie that came out right around uh, Civil War's release, Batman vs. Superman. Like, that trailer showed a lot, too. It did, right? yep. Right? Um, All of my friends were like, oh my god, they just released the entire movie in this <laughs> two-and-a-half-minute trailer. Yeah. I, you know, I wonder, I really wonder if uh, the studios are kind of looking at each other and, and seeing what the other guy is doing. Because both those movies, I remember there was um, there was a little bit of a battle in terms of the release date, Civil War and BVS. Yeah, I remember specifically. Like, there was one, there was one point where they had the same release date. You remember that? I do. Yeah. And um, I think B- Batman v Superman ended up um, pushing their, their date a little further back, right? Um, and, of course, I mean, that made sense for everyone. You don't want to release these two blockbusters on the same day. You're kind of eating away at each other's box office, right? Um, but it makes me think, like, did they, when they were cutting up the promos... Were they thinking, oh, what are they doing? And maybe, like, one side saw, oh, whoa, they just showed Wonder Woman and Doomsday, and they all oh, they showed all the shit. We better, now we gotta show fucking Spider Man now. Like, like everyone's you, upping their game. I wonder, you know, it's possible, right? Probably. It's possible. It's possible. <laughs> very, very possible. Maybe there's spies, you know, there's spies in, in each other's camps. The Russian hackers. Yeah, so. <laughs> but yeah, those two movies, I mean, they, they, they really stick out because man like you see so much you see so much in those trailers and it's in a way it's a shame it's kind of too bad like we're really i mean not across the board but when you're talking about these big budget blockbuster superhero movies there's really no more secrets anymore you know these trailers come out and you're gonna see a lot. There's Can you imagine if Empire Strikes Back had a trailer where they just reveal that Darth Vader is the father <laughs> of Luke Skywalker? I mean, nowadays would that completely lessen the impact of being surprised? Nowadays, you know, you see that sort of thing. You know, hey, speaking of which, you know, Rogue One, you see Darth Vader in the trailer, right? Remember that? Right. Yeah. yeah. They showed it like now in retrospects, like. 
I can't believe they did that. You know, like first of all, like if you're a Star Wars fan, you're gonna go see this movie. You don't need to see Darth Vader in the trailer to make you go see it. I don't so. think you need to see a trailer at all. They're gonna see it. They're, everyone's gonna see it. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. And you know what? That makes me think of something else too. Um, speaking of Star Wars, so do you remember when the Phantom Menace trailer came out? I and do. It, yeah, yeah everyone's going. Everybody was going ape shit, right? Yeah. I mean, I was super excited. I saw this is. I saw the trailer. I was like, this is going to be the best thing ever, right? I mean, I think that was the consensus. Everyone was really excited. I think the thing I remember most from that was the lightsaber. There's a little teaser lightsaber battle between Darth Maul and Obi Wan, mm. and it's a different kind of fighting style with lightsabers oh, as opposed yeah. to what you see in the original trilogy. Yeah, it's a little more flashy. Yeah, man, I I remember. Yeah, now they mentioned that Obi Wan does this out. like spin thing <laughs> that looked incredibly impressive in the trailer. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was almost like okay, we're getting a new Star Wars movie, but not only that, it looks like it's gonna be even better than the originals <laughs> because it has, has all this like kind of fancy fighting and yeah, stuff. Yeah, buy all the toys now because you can pay for your kids' college. <laughs> so yeah, that maybe is the ultimate, like the ultimate. Great trailer, but shitty movie, right? I mean... But let's, I let's be honest, though, and we've talked about this. When we originally saw The Phantom Menace, <laughs> we walked yeah. away thinking it was the, it was an <laughs> awesome movie. But then we gave it time yeah. to settle in, to marinate. Yeah. And in retrospect, whew, that was a pretty tough one. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I think you nailed it because... I think everyone loves to tell the story about how excited they were, but when the movie started and a few minutes in, they were, everyone's story is very similar. It's like, oh man, then I realized, oh man, I can't believe it, this movie sucks. I don't think that was the experience of almost anyone, you know? Like, for me, it was kind of like what you were saying. You know, at the end, like, I was pretty excited. It's like, that was that was great you yeah know? the crowd so we watched the midnight showing of yeah. uh, episode one and the crowd was super hyped i yeah. mean even even buying the tickets in advance so this was before buying tickets online this was before fandango mm-hmm. we actually had to go to the theater and purchase our tickets and everyone waited in line for that overnight yeah and i think at that point everyone was just fully invested and it's like there's no way this can fail it's yeah. star wars <laughs> yeah yeah there's, there's there was no it wasn't even a possibility that the movie would be bad and you know you throw in the crowd atmosphere and excitement and yeah like i think yeah. i think it's it's a lie if people are <laughs> saying you know that they, they they thought it sucked right away you know like maybe a few people but i remember the consensus was everyone really yeah, the liked it was cheering at almost every turn in the movie it was exciting yeah. Yeah. yeah i think what i really liked was really just the excitement of all of us fans watching star wars together yeah yeah, it's like the, it was kind of this nice collective feeling. We're all sitting in the theater and like, yes, we're finally getting a new Star Wars, you know. And that alone, people were were like loving it. It wasn't until later, you know, after maybe a few more viewings, maybe at least for me, it really hit home when Episode Two came out. And at the end of Episode Two, I was like, that legitimately sucked. And, you know, oh, man, I still can't think of anything significant that happened in that movie <laughs> other than Yoda wielding a, a lightsaber like yeah. that, that, that whole 10 minute, I don't know, was it 10 minutes, that whole five minute battle between Dooku and Yoda? Oh, yeah. 
that could have been the movie that would have been just fine for me (laughs) (laughs) i think that's yeah the consensus now right you could probably just watch the youtube clip of that battle and that's all you need to see that's it yeah okay cool let's move on let's talk some new comics yeah so like i mentioned before today is monday april 10th and wednesday the 12th is new comic book wednesday so like we often do we're going to talk about some recommendations so i got one on my list uh coming out this wednesday is all-time comics bullwhip number one so um i had mentioned uh, on a previous recommendation the first of the all-time comic series so that was crime destroyer number one i read that really liked it a lot and i'm pretty much in for uh for the rest of these i think there's uh, one a month for the next few months and i think based on um you know how how well they're received they may continue on i hope they do i, re- I really like these so far um uh, one note on bullwhip Bullwhip is uh, the female superhero of this group, and if you if you saw the cover to Crime Destroyer, <clears throat> Crime Destroyer number one, there's three superheroes on the cover. It's interesting because the, it's it's the Crime Destroyer series, and Crime Destroyer Destroyer is one of the heroes, um, but there's three of them on the cover. It's Crime Destroyer. Another hero, I think his name is Atlas, and then the third is Bullwhip. So the three of them, they look like like, like a super team, you know. Um, and interestingly, Bullwhip is not in that issue at all. <laughs> so I mean, I, I, that was um, that that's one part of the the cover that interested me. It's like there's just like this sexy lady with a with a whip. I'm like, oh. This looks cool. And then she wasn't even in that issue at all, so... Are you sure that wasn't Catwoman? <laughs> it is a very Catwoman-like <laughs> character. And uh, another just side note is on the on that cover I'm talking about, Crime Destroyer number one, she has blonde hair. And from the looks of it, you know, from the covers I've seen for her own series number one, Bullwhip number one, she does not have blonde hair (laughs) she's got like purple hair so um i'm not sure what's going on there all i know is i'm gonna check this one out and i am highly looking forward to it i had mentioned before it's it's a cool kind of throwback to to old school comics kind of like um kind of has like a silver age slash bronze age feel to it uh the artwork as well as the storytelling um, so, yeah, looking forward to that. How about you, Rainier? Right on. Let's see. This week I'm looking to pick up Detective Comics 954. Okay. Justice League number four is also out this week, mm-hmm. uh, along with Suicide Squad 15. So those are on my list. Okay. Awesome. All right. And with that, we can wrap up the episode. This is Farewell from Henry and Rainier. <laughs>